Last time on the Grace Journal podcast, I'm jet lagged and mom forgets to pick me and Jovens up from the airport. I forget my laptop charger and God is taking me on a new journey in familiar spaces. Hey, welcome to the Grace Journal podcast. My name is Sherwin and I'm your host. If you want to stay connected with what we're doing, follow us on Instagram at the Grace Journal podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I called a friend to let her know that I am in town. Mom lets me borrow the car to go see her. I feel the sudden urge to make a stop first. I'm going to see my grandmother's gravesite. As you know, my grandmother passed away on January 27th of this year. A trip to Connecticut usually meant buying four bags of ginger candies and heading to her place to play games, put puzzles together, or watch TV in her presence. The atmosphere around her felt like decisive and intentional love. Her love was a matter of fact. There was never any need to question it. I don't have access to that energy anymore. I didn't have the option of visiting her former home. So, my granddaughter instincts told me to go visit her gravesite. I made the decision and it suddenly felt like I was racing against the sun. Because I love you, Grandma, but I am not about to be at nobody's cemetery after the sun goes down. I get there right before twilight. I see her headstone. It wasn't there when we laid her to rest in February. I stepped out of the car and a myriad of emotions flow my way. I miss her. She is gone. She is never coming back. She is still not here. I take in the atmosphere as much as I can. The cemetery is a blanket of lush green grass everywhere, except for where her body lies. It's still a bit fresh with patchy grass here and there. You know when you turn a water bottle upside down to empty out its contents? All the water doesn't flow out at once because the mouth of the bottle doesn't give it enough room. So, some water comes out, air is released, and then more water comes out. And the process continues until the bottle is empty. That's how I felt as I cried. My weeping would stay trapped in my chest until I took a breath so I could let out a new cry. Grief is hard and feels so new and foreign to me. It often feels wrong. Growing up, I was always taught that God doesn't want us to visit those who have passed away. When we lay someone to rest after the funeral, you're supposed to declare yourself healed and move on with your life. The problem was, I wasn't done crying over this woman whose death was such a harsh surprise. Months after her passing, I would feign healing and ignore my grief. There's a cemetery by my house that I pass every morning. Sometimes I would see people there leaving flowers for their loved ones. My false religious theology would judge them and their flowers. The religious idol in my head said, they weren't trusting God enough. Don't they know that their loved one isn't there? It was the same energy as the Pharisees who caught the woman in adultery. Christ told them, let he who is without sin cast the first stone, except Christ would have said to me, let she who is without grief and loss cast the first stone. 
As I expressed my grief in that cemetery, it felt like sin. So I covered my mouth to stifle my cries, so as to not disturb those resting in peace around me. This is how I found out that a stifled cry makes the cries come even louder and more bitterly. The sky was getting dimmer now, and I knew it was time to go. I placed a hand on my grandmother's gravestone. I didn't know what I was expecting, but no energy came from it. It was just a stone. My grandmother was not there. I turned around to leave and saw a tree. It looked about my age. For a small moment, in the midst of my bitter emotions, I felt peace seeing a young life growing at the place where we laid her body to rest. My emotions began to scare me, and so I called a friend who helped me walk through my grief. Thanks, friend. I shared my thoughts on cemeteries and how I was raised not to visit them, even if your loved one dies. I was upset with myself. Why am I still not healed yet? I proclaimed my thoughts through my tears. That's interesting, my friend said calmly. You talk like there's a goal connected to your grief. I've never heard that before. My friend asked me a question. Do you feel like less of a Christian now that you have visited her grave? My answer? This moment feels like it has almost nothing to do with my Christianity. I'm just a girl who misses her grandmother. I have fears that I'll one day forget her. I'm sad that my children won't know her. Though the memories of her life instantly remind me that she's no longer here, I refuse to forget all she was and still is to me. I refuse to forget her no matter how much it hurts to remember her. I miss her every day. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Thank you again for tuning in to today's episode of the Grace Journal podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave us a review and tag us in your social media. Don't forget to follow us at the Grace Journal podcast. My name is Sherwin and I'll see you at the next one.